Less than two weeks ago, a shocking announcement from a local farm, and it turns out they're not the only ones in this situation. If you've been following RTJ Farm on social media, on Facebook, you've been following the story, and you know the heartbreaking tale of what's happened to that local Linden area family farm. Welcome back to the farming show. Here on KGMI News Talk 790, I'm Dylan Honkoop. This is a tough one, and it's, I mean, it was less than a year ago, if I if I remember right, that we were talking with Glenn Blankers and having a similar difficult conversation about what happened to his dairy farm. What are we talking about here? Well, uh, more farms selling the cows, and this time for different reasons um, than when we talked with Glenn last year. I'm going to bring in now Ashton Bean Blossom, who we talked with. We've had you on the show a few times in the past year, seems like, yep. Ashton. Yep. And talking about your dairy farm there, you guys kind of were still one of the old school ones. Uh, a little bit smaller herd, very hands-on. You know, your farm had been passed down for generations. You know, what is it? You're the fourth generation on the farm there? Yep, yep. And for you guys to announce on Facebook, I mean, I, I knew stuff was going on behind the scenes. Nothing had really been said publicly, but I, I you know, with my contacts and whatnot, yeah, yeah <laughs> hearing what was happening, and I was really, really worried about this. And then sure enough, it was it was you guys that posted. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, no, not, yeah. not, not not them. Like, oh, that's yeah. so, that, not anybody, really. I mean, right. anybody right. wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have been happy about. But explain, why did you guys decide to sell the cows and hang it up? Even though it's not necessarily entirely hanging it up, but we can get to that. Explain, why are you calling it quits on the whole dairy farming thing? Right. Well, um, so Dairy Gold made an announcement uh, at the end of uh, December that they were going to do a reinvestment back into the company um, starting the beginning of the year. And so um, each Dairy Gold member has a certain amount of base. And so the base is basically like a quota of what you can send to Dairy Gold of uh, pounds of milk. And so for, for, I had, should jump in here yeah. quick before we yeah, get farther ahead. into yep. this. And th this stuff is really complicated. So for those is, of yeah, you who well. know all the details, we aren't going to be able to get into all of that. We're going to try to summarize no. this and make this make sense for people who right. are, I, I mean, it barely makes, it doesn't really even totally make sense to me because it's such a multifaceted thing. But I wanted to right. mention about Dairy Gold, farmer-owned co-op, the Northwest Dairy Association, farmer-owned co-op that is the primary milk processor i guess milk buyer in this region so right. most farms not all farms but most farms here in whatcom county skagit and across the state and even into idaho i think there's a few in oregon and even a few in montana as well um ship their milk there so it's them that was they're making this decision and and i'll stop interrupting you now to to invest back into the co-op Right. So um, they have to upgrade plants. They're going to build a new plant or something. Um, so they have plans for the future. And so they need a reinvestment by the members to uh, do this. So um, we all have our base. And um, so basically what it came down to, all of a sudden, 
um, there are people who, who ship to Dairy Gold who do not have base. And so they have farms and they have no base, but they want to ship to Dairy Gold. And they do, they just get a different rate. And mm. so this, um, so now they don't Dairy get Gold as to, much money for their milk necessarily. I guess yeah. I'm not, I'm not a fully up to speed on that either. Okay. So yeah. I don't know what their deal is. And so, but the, the Dairy Gold members with base, they have, um, so they wanted to kind of close it down to just people with base start shipping to Dairy Gold because for flow of milk reasons. And so um, all of a sudden a market opened up for the base, which there has never been a market for this base. It's always just kind of been, this is like, it's kind of like a quota. Like Canada mm. has the quota system. Even though so that's government like run versus. Right. This is just for, yeah, this is just for the company. Right. And so it opened up a market for the base. And so that has never been any, like none of us really knew like what this was. Um, and so they made an announcement kind of mid to end of um, December and then kind of everyone kind of took some time to process it. And then beginning of January offers started popping up for people's base. Mm. Um, and so all of a sudden we have the cows, which are worth a certain amount of money. And now all of a sudden we've had this base that's worth a certain amount of money as well. And we've, that's never been in play. It's been people usually just sign over their base or something. I don't know really yeah. what, <laughs> but it hasn't been worth something more like significant really. So now it's worth, um, it became worth a significant amount of money. And so we got an offer for our, our, our base. So basically our ability to ship milk to dairy gold, um, from a farm in Eastern Washington and um, they were shipping to Dairy Gold already, but they just didn't have the base to continue mm. shipping to Dairy Gold. Mm. So um, we took it, and it was like within five days that it all kind of happened, <laughs> that we got the offer, and then we you know, signed some papers, and then it had to get approved by the uh, Dairy Gold board on the 16th of January. And But we didn't have a buyer for our cows, and so... Mm. Um, we just kind of were praying for answers of what to do because once our base was gone, we weren't going to be able to ship milk to um, Dairy Gold anymore uh, without paying the the charge it, it right. takes. Yeah, so without having base. So it is. It's a very complicated, and it's all kind of uncharted, like uncharted territory because it's just um, yeah, it's kind of a new a new decisions being made and stuff. So, um, there, uh, yeah. So my parents have been kind of the last year kind of thinking of the future of the farm and what are we going to do? And, and kind of been talking to my uncle who is, uh, kind of an estate planner. And, uh, so he, uh, they made a binder of what, what, uh, they need to be able to kind of, we always say lay on this plane. Like how do you, you just don't shut the doors of a dairy farm. You can't just be like, Oh, sorry, we're done you know, and, and turn the clothes sign or whatever. So, right. um, and so we kind of have, he, they've been thinking about, so my dad, his goal was to, um, stop milking cows by, uh, in three and a half years when he was 60 and then probably raise heifers and stuff. And so, um, and so they kind of looked at their retirement plan or, you know, and their kind of their exit strategy, uh, for what they were hoping to do in three and a half years. And it kind of all fit with, this base um, offer that they got. And so um, it just, they all of a sudden were like, well, are we doing this? And uh, it, it's an opportunity that 
came up that we were not expecting. Like this time last month, I would, this is not where we would yeah. thought we were going to be at, at all, but, but, uh, everything has fallen into place. Um, we found a really great buyer for our cows, um, down in Skagit County. Uh, he ships to dairy gold. Um, and he really appreciated the herd and he was great to work with. Um, he bought 450 cows and we moved them out of here, um, Tuesday and Wednesday and it was kind of chaotic, but he, I mean, it was the, like really great people to work with and it all went really well. Nobody got hurt. No cows got hurt <laughs> when you're moving yeah. that many animals around. It's, it's a, it's a big job. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's a, it kind of all fell into place. It's not even at the beginning of the month. We never, <laughs> we never thought Yeah. And J- January was a long month. <laughs> it seems like it's a long month. Crazy. Your world kind so, of in some ways turned upside down again. We're talking with Ashton Bean Blossom right now. Um, she is with RTJ farm her folks rod and sharon choker their third generation she's fourth generation on that farm and talking about their announcement uh, just less than two weeks ago that they were going to sell the cows now the barns are empty all the cows are already gone uh yeah uh we have some cows we're going to be sending to the everson auction on monday that have kind of been left over a little bit here so uh he wanted 450 and he couldn't really go over that uh, for room wise for himself. So, Mm -hmm. and then we also have, um, we're going to be raising, uh, heifers here. We have, uh, like 500 heifers. And so, uh, that are at our, our, uh, heifer grower up there. Um, and so we're going to be bringing those home. And so that'll give me, give me something to do and keep me out of trouble, I guess. So how long will you have those for? Are you guys going to keep doing the heifer raising? Um, really sure. We honestly just kind of jumped on this opportunity um and so we just kind of i wouldn't say we did it without thinking through things we mm-hmm. we did think through things um but it kind of things have been kind of popping into into place and and uh as we go the main thing was once we sold the base we had to find a place um park house and so that was the number one priority then is okay we have we have to find the and then um and so uh, we've been really focusing on that. And so now that the cows are gone, it's like, now what? We're going to have to just take a little bit of time. And we do have our heifers that we're going to raise. Um, and so that's like a year and a half yeah. worth. Um, we don't have any calves being born on the place anymore. So um, whether or not we're going to continue raising heifers or buy some, we, we don't know at all. Yeah. So we haven't gone that far yet. But One day yeah, at a time, so huh? One day, yeah, pretty much. And now we're just kind of taking a big breath and um, after this crazy week. And so just, yeah, kind of reevaluating yeah. where it, we're at here. So Again, Dylan Honkoop here on The Farming Show on KGMI, as well as the Save Family Farming Podcast. You can find it on SoundCloud anytime if you want to listen back or missed it, whatever uh, works best for you. We're talking with Ashton Bean Blossom right now with RTJ Farms out west of Linden. I'm I'm not going to lie. You know, it's a bit heartbreaking to me to see that happen. Yet at the same time, you know, my, my knee-jerk reaction is, no, 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 I want to go over and t- convince you guys not to do that. You know, I want this right. idyllic, you know, family farm to continue. Yet right. at the same time, with what you guys have been through the past few years with the milk right. market, et cetera, and all of the other pressures on top of that, I don't blame right. you. 
right. for having to make that decision. And I'm sure a, a year ago, you guys wouldn't have been able to just call it. And so right. I can see where you're in that position for a while. And a lot of people have been feeling stuck. You're not the only, in fact, as far as what you guys are doing right now, I've heard of some people are saying four, 13, 14 different dairies are around the state, maybe, maybe more than that. I don't know who are, are making yeah. similar decisions because of this change in policy and, and these different plans with the, with the co-op with dairy gold. Right. Um, so, you know, if, if people who have been feeling stuck now for years are saying, maybe this is our opportunity. We don't want to miss it. Maybe like that last time we missed an opportunity because right. who well, knows was- when else it may come around. Right. We, we kind of see it as a opportunity and we don't know if it would come around again. So we just thought, okay, this is kind of what we were planning on doing in three and a half years. It's a little early, but we weren't really planning on getting anything for our base. Um, that was never really a market. So this came up and yeah, so it, it was not over. I mean, it was planned within weeks, but <laughs> not overly. I mean, it just came out of nowhere, but We've been praying for years for just direction on where to go, um, what what to do, and um, and this really just opened up doors, and um, it's all really fallen into place. And we, the hardest part was um, honestly, and the, it was sad to see the cows go. Um, they're going to a great farm, um, a really a really great farm. So it's it's hard to be too sad about it because they're really. I mean, I, I don't like seeing my cows drive down the driveway, but you know that they're not, I mean, they're going to a good place. And yeah. so um, it, that was, that really helped with the transition on that. And so um, the hardest part was telling our employees um, that mm. we were, so yeah, that was the hardest part. And um, we have a great crew of people working for us and we really enjoy working with them and they have made it way easier to farm because they do their jobs very well. And so um, we told them uh, we had a lunch for, and we told them and it was hard and, you know, we, we cried and it was, it was really hard. That was the hardest part. And um, what are they going to do? Uh, by, we told them uh, on a Friday at lunch and by Saturday morning we had, or Saturday at lunch, we had um, work for every one of them. So what do you mean uh, you had work for them? Uh, we found uh, different farms for them to go to, or we found employment for them. We don't, we're not going to be employing them, but right. we found my dad called other farmers and, you know, so he, uh, that's awesome. And, you know, How many yeah, other so places was, can you have a job and basically be facing a layoff and the owner of the business actually calls around to find you a new job so you don't have to miss out on any employment that right. that's very yeah. cool that you guys did that for yeah well it was, important. it was very important for us to um, make sure that they're well cared for because um they've invested so much into our our business and in our lives that we wanted to give back and we didn't want them to feel stranded or we didn't want to abandon them because right. that was that was probably the hardest part of making this decision my grandparents were we talked to them about it and they were um, they understand because it was uh, their they, farm right right Before yeah so we, we were a little bit yeah, before we even pulled the trigger on the whole thing, we actually talked to them and said, you know, how do you feel about this? And they said, you know, it's your farm, you know, it's, you know, you got to do, and they were, they were for it. So they support us. And so, um, 
yeah, it, it, everybody was has been very supportive, and that has been the most touching thing is that uh, the texts and the calls and people sending flowers and uh, just supporting us, standing with us, uh, yeah, the emotion the on- that we've seen from people. Um, the emotion that they, you know, they love the farm, they love, you know, and so it, that's been the, like so touching for our family to have that support with people coming beside us and saying, Hey, we love, we love you guys. And, you know, we wish you the best and, um, people that we have worked with, um, with different businesses that support agriculture. And so it's been really cool, but yeah, it's been, it's been a big change and it's happened all very fast. And so we kind of are just still processing what what does it feel like to to step into the barn and uh, it's hear, pretty quiet <laughs> yeah and to hear that yeah. quiet I, I know i saw one of your posts about this whole journey you've been sharing as you go along and each one is like yeah. whew, heavy yeah. to me i know you guys have just been working so you probably haven't even had time to have that hit you yet but you were talking right. about like the lights haven't been off in the the parlor for other than power outages for years because that's a a place of activity and and animals and and now they're off and it's dark and it's quiet in there what what does that feel like um well we're still milking three times a day um just because we have those cows that we're going to be sending sending to the sale on uh monday so Mm. you can't just be like oh sorry you know you have to keep taking care of them and stuff so um yeah, so we still have 60 cows, probably we have 40 dry cows that we are keeping, um, that the buyer is uh, keeping here until they're ready to calve, like a month mm. before they calve. Yeah. So we have some animals in the barn. It's definitely a lot less animals, and it's definitely a lot less work. So, so I kind of showed up here, and I thought, well what am I going to do? So, yeah. so I kind of, my like I woke up and I came to work and thinking, oh, well, I guess I don't have any cows to breed or any cows to, you know, care, like their health to be, you know, responsible for making sure that they're like, if they have any sickness, I'm the one that treats them. So, so it's, a, it's definitely different. Uh, I don't think we fully have um, gotten to where that weird feeling is like everybody who has, um, sold their cows, um, former farmers have said it hits you and it hits you at different times. And you just, yeah. well, there's, there's so a certain, I, I'm sure there's a certain grieving process and people talk about going through the grieving process. And my guess is that applies here emotionally as right. well. Unfortunately, we're right. out of time. I would love to talk with you more about this. And this is what I'm yeah. thinking. I have this new podcast, Real Food, Real People. And for folks to check it out would be great. Um, and please subscribe, people, if if you can, if you feel so inclined. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much all these other uh, podcast outlets. I would love to have you on there someday soon, Ashton, yep. to talk more in depth about this and what your yeah. future holds as a fourth generation farmer who's now in this situation. Because I know you still farming in your blood and you, right. you're still yeah. thinking about what you're going to do next. Right. I think that yep. could be a great episode on the Real Food, Real People podcast. So let's uh, yep. let, let's stay in touch. Uh, you take care and, and make right. sure to keep uh, good people around you because I think that will be hitting you in the, the coming weeks and months here. So the yeah. best to you and and good on you for, for making a hard decision. Um, I, I, yeah, I just can't imagine being in that position. But we also yeah. really appreciate you being willing to open up about it. Well, thank you very much for having me.